0: I caught you with the weekly Pele report and yeah I both I don't feel like it and secondly uh I got too much to do today to be heading down to the freaking river so I'm just gonna this is I'm 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 just on the roof of my freaking house here this is uh June uh 16th of 2021 The last days of the Sun in Gemini approaching uh, the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere when that Sun goes into cancer that will be happening on Sunday and uh, right now we've got the Sun you know still in square to Neptune if you uh, you should be feeling that chaos still happening Uh, I will talk more about that Uh, the moon at the same time, is you know, just gone into Virgo, which would like a little more order and a little more grounding and uh, getting it a little more together. <laughs> and of course, it's in opposition to Jupiter. And uh, you know, then uh, tomorrow, Thursday, you know, she goes into square Mercury, okay, oppose Neptune. And then Friday, she moves into you know, Libra and opposes Chiron. So we're, we're going past that first quarter square moon and uh, uh, into, uh, well, I mean, she'll be approaching, you know, the full, but uh, not, not for another week or so. So uh, in the meantime, uh, things that I want to talk about today, Jupiter stations, okay, over there in Pisces and is going to be going retrograde, Yeah, um, I'll be talking about that. And the next day, right, Mercury. Well, not not, Tuesday, Mercury stations and goes direct. So we do have, you know, this one day in there on Monday where, uh, you know, Jupiter goes retrograde, Mercury is still retrograde, Saturn and Pluto are retrograde, and, we, you know, we've got some retrograde action. Yeah. So I'll be talking about that, and then, of course, thank goodness, right? We really, uh, I'm really looking forward to this Mercury going direct. It's been three weeks of reflection and uh, not so much forward motion. That's my, that's my mango tree, man. I don't know if you can see any mangoes on there. These are pretty old mango trees, but most of them have fallen. I got a yard full of freaking mangoes. <laughs> at this point. Anyway, back to the Pele report, right? Uh, uh, The other thing is that, you know, Venus is in a very nice trine to Neptune, okay? You know, in in late uh, Cancer over to Pisces, that's in the water, and those are probably enough of the aspects for me to look at the camera and tell you what that's all about. Okay, let's do this before I change my mind. <laughs> I decided to come over uh, across the street to my to Stephen's house uh, because doing a Pele report without water to me is almost like, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> Especially with the sun going into cancer, Venus and cancer, Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces. Come on, gotta have the water. And in fact that is a lot of you know a bit of what you know uh, this report uh, will be about water because what I didn't mention with the aspects is actually for the solstice chart the moon is in scorpio the moon is in scorpio from like sunday to tuesday depending where you are on planet earth which side of the international date line let's make sure all of our aspects when i give days it depends on where you are on Planet Earth, but anyway Water 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 has to do with endings endings finishings Complete or not complete okay because you know Pisces actually has to do with chaos and a lot of us have been living in chaos We are still reverberating from the effects of that solar eclipse with where the moon was conjunct the Sun blocking out the Sun I did a whole recording on this that's available on on eclipses. Two hours of like all about eclipses. I'll put a link for that down in the bottom if you want to know more about that eclipse. The thing about eclipses particularly, I will say, they have to be really hitting a personal planet, a natal planet, or or an angle of your birth chart to really get you personally. So there'll be people who are Reeling and rolling okay from this last eclipse because it triggered something You know very deep deeply karmic in their chart, and then there'll be other people like oh, what are you freaking out about? What's the big problem? What's the trouble and it's because the eclipse did not really trigger any Particular point in their chart, so I just want to say that you know if you're if you're not reeling and, and rocking and rolling from this last eclipse It's not like you're missing anything. (laughs) Whoosh. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, what we are doing, so, you know, since that time in that Sun square Neptune and Jupiter and Pisces, Jupiter is a lot. Pisces is chaos, right? Pisces is divine order, not ego order. Gemini, Mercury, ego, left brain thinking. Is in square to Pisces which is infinite no boundaries no laws no rules no plus minus this kind of stuff you know we're talking angelic mystical magic with Pisces so the Sun square Neptune I mean the beautiful thing is now Venus is moving into trine that Neptune and shortly after the Sun goes into cancer right he's gonna trine Jupiter over there in Pisces But, you know, Jupiter is stationing to go retrograde and in some ways, Jupiter, you know, the old ruler of Pisces, before they discovered Neptune, Jupiter was the ruler of Pisces, but he is, he goes up and he's spending, uh, what, you know, um, 10 weeks, he goes around every 12 years. He usually spends a year in a sign, right? <laughs> well, guess what, folks? Jupiter comes home to Pisces. He only goes up to two degrees and says, Whoa, I got to get back to Aquarius. There's more stuff going on. <laughs> so really, he's going to go retrograde. And, uh, you know, uh, by uh, July 29th, he's back in Aquarius. So it's only been, he's only doing 10 weeks in Pisces. And he goes back into Aquarius, and then he comes back into Pisces in January, yeah? From January to May 20, uh, of 22, and that's only four and a half months. Whips right through, goes into Aries, and then he will retrograde back again in November of 22, but even that's only for seven weeks. So we're not getting the full year of Jupiter in Pisces in his home. We're getting a taste, and then Aquarius, and then a taste, and then Aries, and then a taste, and he's moving on. What this can be like is a shot of chaos, and then, whoa, let's observe that. And then four and a half months of chaos. Okay, uh, you know, let's get out of that, Aries. And then, then, you know, come back for another shot of chaos before, you know. I mean, Pisces is end, finish, close, complete. This 12-year cycle. So things that began in 2010. Wrapping up as Jupiter comes around. But before that's that's more next year, right? That's 2022. Right now he's just gonna go back into Aquarius, okay, for a little for another taste of liberation, of opening that third eye, of moving into the observer, moving into the witness. And that's really what I want to talk about today. Because as we lose, end, finish, close, complete it's time to let go and that's what the mantra is about today it's letting go and how to let go gracefully and how to let go you know part of the the grieve the grieving process okay you know it's painful when we are attached and we hold something dear and it's time to let go either it goes or we or we go There is this loss, and it is a natural human response to loss is grief. And that loss, whenever we are emotionally attached, is painful. And here is the difference that we have that I want to talk about between pain and suffering. I'm still reading this book by Ram Dass, Still Here. And it's about aging. And he talks about the difference between pain and suffering. And yes, we have pain physical pain, emotional pain, psychological pain, spiritual. We have, you know, life is painful. There is pain. As long as we are living in a separate body with a separate ego consciousness. And when there's a loss, this pain can be, you know, even greater. And we've all experienced a lot of loss. It could be a loss of freedom. It could be a loss of a loved one. It could be a loss of our job. It could be, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of loss since 2020. Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto conjunction. So we're in this period of loss. And of course, this eclipses also. Is letting go of that past karma past life relationships past old beliefs and moving into this Gemini the new the here the now the future one of the songs today is taking care of business that's Gemini just taking care of business working overtime (laughs) and some of us may be doing that particularly today with the moon in Virgo (laughs) But I want to get back to this pain and suffering because it has to do with the Sabian symbol for where Mercury is stationing direct. Mercury is coming back to the 17th degree of Gemini and sitting there for 10 days from Friday the 18th until the 28th of June. So this Sabian symbol, it's like Mercury is just wanting to absorb and reflect this particular energy of that particular degree. And that is what I want to read to you today about from, of course, my favorite book, Dane Rudyard's An Astrological Mandala. I'm going to go up to that 17th degree ready? It actually starts where he speaks about the preceding degree. So I'm going to read the preceding degree first. 16 degrees of Gemini. The symbol is a woman activist in an emotional speech dramatizing her cause. A passionate response to a deeply felt new experience as the mango falls from the tree (laughs) i hope one doesn't hit me on the head but now this 17th degree is very different it's the head of a robust youth changes into that of a mature thinker the keynote Is the transformation of physical vitality into the power to build concepts and intellectual formulations through which knowledge can be transferred. While the preceding symbol, the woman activist, we see the explosive release of impulses generated by a new realization of what is right and wrong. The woman way controlled by feelings. Now we have a picture of a process of quiet and steady metamorphosis of biological energy, Kundalini, as the man way. The symbolism may seem old fashioned today But the two contrasting approaches to communication of new experiences remain evident however one wishes to symbolize them. What we see pictured is the transformation of emotions into mind, of instincts into thoughts, a process of mental metamorphosis And this brings me back to the pain and the suffering. It is when we are in our Mercury mind, Gemini, third house, be here now in our physical bodies, having this physical, emotional, mental experience of the third dimension and we're looking for logical, reasonable explanations for what is happening or why this, that, or the other thing. And, you know, we want the facts. <laughs> okay? Well, then this pain can really become suffering because we are psychologically feeding it, dwelling on it, trying to penetrate it, understand it, da, 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 you know, like really, in a way, amplifying it with our emotional, personal, subjective, inner feelings. However, and Ram Das talks about this, it is the practice of mindfulness. But this is an ancient meditation technique, whether it's kundalini yoga or pranayama or many different forms of meditation. Of contemplation I even wanted to talk a little bit about prayer I know it's not very popular these days to pray okay but you know that there is this spiritual energy above beyond outside my subjective ego mentality and through meditation through mindfulness, through breath work, okay, through many different ways, you know, it could be running, you know, it could be surfing, but you know, where you are very, and not so much surfing, you know, but it is coming into a place of the observer, the witness, outside the experience, outside the emotions. And more into the soul, more into not Gemini, Sagittarius, not left brain, but right brain. This is taking that youthful Gemini, you know, and and, and we could say Castor, right? You know, last week I talked about Castor and Pollux. Well, Castor is our earthly self and our other twin is the God-self. Yeah. Clytemnestra is the earthly, feminine, emotional, passionate self. The woman activist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Helen is the passive, beautiful, you know, tapped into eternal principles. So, this is a time... Where with with this Mercury stationing for 10 days, I want to encourage you to do your meditations or to do your prayers or to do your contemplations around mindfulness and around stepping into that mature elder wisdom keeper. Instead of the scribe or the secretary or the one who is taking notes and right here in the laboratory Let's take the let's take the results or let's take you know what we've gotten in the laboratory and Come and bring it back out Into this place of the witness of the observer and then That suffering, that pain, that loss, yes, it it is painful, we're not saying that, you know, pain just disappears, but it is definitely not fed, amplified, uh, extended longer than is necessary, because what this does is we tap into Pisces, Neptune, Jupiter, Jupiter stationing in Jupiter is also very still and this is faith Jupiter is faith faith in the eternal that there is a compassion to life that there is grace that there that the, that it will be okay and this sun moves into cancer for a month and this is the inner child, that emotional nature that wants to be safe. So rather than building up fantasies, imaginations, or thoughts, you know, projecting into the future, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> this is painful and the rest of my life is going to be painful, <laughs> we step up, we step out, we step back, and we, and we surrender ourselves to the process and we allow the spirit being to work through us Not knowing where it's gonna go not knowing how we're going to end up But knowing that there is spirit that there is love and we have that intention The intention is is paramount here if we have that intention of opening our hearts, of becoming a channel of love, of opening to spirit, and bringing unity, consciousness, to the world, that intention is powerful. And holding, having faith in that intention builds power around it. And brings it into manifestation. You know what I'm saying? So you know it's uh, so the, the the real song for today that I woke up feeling when I wrote this mantra was "Take a Pebble." You want to click the link in the notes below? You hit Show More. There's notes and there's links. Yeah, the link to uh, yeah one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite songs, man, Greg Lake. Emerson anyway <laughs> I know it's old but it's classic man it's classic rock <laughs> so the mantra for today ow! sometimes life requires that I let go of something dear I can cry cling and resist or have faith take the place of my fear and then just breathe that in feel that moon moving through scorpio when the sun moves into cancer in aspect to the, the water the, the it's the water trinity cancer scorpio pisces they all have to do with endings we're going through these periods of endings and The end always leads to a new beginning Yeah One more time Sometimes life requires that I let go of something dear I Can cry cling and resist or have faith, take the place of my fear. May you have faith, may you witness, and may you love. Namaste. Aloha. So much love.